Economic development in New York State is complicated. There are things called industrial development agencies involved who work to entice prospective and existing businesses to build or expand. There are usually tax incentives, which are complicated and receive a lot of public scrutiny. But the most fundamental responsibility of an IDA or economic developer is to sell the community they represent, effectively saying, our community is a good place for you, business owner, to do business. But years of economic development initiatives across different counties and parts of the Finger Lakes region have created this disjointed approach to it. While New York State has its own definition of what the Finger Lakes is, a new initiative is leaning into the greater Rochester namesake that existed long before the Finger Lakes region included the Rochester Metro. We caught up with Joe Stefko, who is leading the Greater Rock and Rock 2025 initiatives. Both include stakeholders from around the nine county region, often referred to as the Finger Lakes, and taps into various branding elements that are super important to economic development moving forward. Today on the show, a conversation with Joe about this initiative and what it means for the region, including those rural communities like Ontario, Seneca, Wayne, and Yates counties. This is the Daily Debrief from FingerLakesOne.com. I'm Josh Durso. Greater Rock is a new multi-year branding and marketing initiative, uh, which is part of a broader effort by Rock 2025 and its uh, partner organizations uh, that's focused on accelerating economic growth in the greater Rochester region. And there's an internal component to that campaign and an external component. I mean, internally, it, it, it serves as a platform for amplifying all of the unique stories and voices that make our region great and externally as we move into the next phase it will be focused on uh, coordinating how our uh, economic development partner organizations message all the great things in our region and communicating in in an integrated way uh, across all of those key verticals of our economic development strategy and uh give us a little bit of background on you and how you became involved with this uh, initiative in particular Sure. Well, I I moved into this role after almost 20 years at CGR here in Rochester, including uh, about seven as president and CEO, um, when Rock 2025 was created early last year. Uh, And uh, Rock 2025 is an alliance of economic development organizations that serve the greater Rochester region. And again, that alliance was established to focus on accelerating growth in our nine county region. And really the core of that strategy is built around uh, making coordinated capacity building investments in five key areas, uh, business retention and expansion, uh, business attraction, talent strategy, which includes both retaining and and recruiting or attracting world-class talent, uh, focusing on uh, uh, accelerating the, the redevelopment of, of our downtown cores, and then obviously regional branding and marketing, which is uh, which is our Greater Rock campaign. Uh, talk to us a little bit, if you can, about the importance of those, uh, we'll call them the five pillars that you just sort of outlined, uh, and why a sort of regional cohesive approach is so important rather than letting individual uh, maybe chambers or economic development folks or even businesses sort of tackle those things uh, on their own. Well, that really is, is is at the at the heart of Rock 2025 and its role. I mean, if you think back to the inception of Rock 
2025 in the spring of last year. That followed about a, a six-month pretty intensive uh, study process uh, with uh, with the Boston Consulting Group. Uh, it involved uh, the Finger Lakes Regional Economic Development Council and and really all of our economic development partner organizations in the region, public and private sector. And with BCG's help, we really were able to dig into not only benchmarking our region's economic competitiveness, but looking at how we're structured, how we're built to do the business of economic development as a region. And from that work, um, with all, again, with all of those economic development partner organizations, we really ended up focusing on five core pillars. So it's that business retention and expansion. Uh, those are the incumbent firms here. When you think about uh, growing and building and sustaining a thriving regional economy, yeah, it's important to recognize that four out of every five new jobs that get created in a metro like ours here in Greater Rochester are created by companies that are already here, right? So we need to make sure that those companies have the supports, the connectivity that they need to grow and thrive and sustain that growth and contribute to the regional economy. You know, at the same time, you think about the work that, you know, Greater Rochester Enterprises, one of our lead partner organizations does on the business attraction front, right? Not only do we need to be working to uh, ensure that companies that are in the region have the resources and support they need to thrive, but we need to be marketing our region to companies uh, outside of the region, right? Selling them on the merits of locating here and growing their business in Greater Rochester. So business attraction is a big part of the strategy as well. Um, talent strategy is critically important. And, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but we have for a long time faced some demographic headwinds in our part of the world here. When you think about our, our relatively flat population growth and an aging population. So we need to be more intentional about building out that talent strategy. Again, making sure that employers have access to talent and can uh, source the talent they need to grow and sustain their growth. And also that individuals here within the community um, have access to those economic opportunities. Um, you know, the fourth pillar, uh, focusing on a vital urban core, we've seen great uh, development and redevelopment momentum in, in not just uh, downtown Rochester, but in, in many of our kind of smaller urban cores throughout the region. Um, it's really important as kind of the densest, most developed parts of our region that we're continuing to, um, you know, to, to, to redevelop those urban cores. So that that is a fourth uh, key pillar of our strategy. And then obviously the fifth one, which we talked about a little before, regional branding and marketing, is an opportunity for us to tell our region story um, at one level to ourselves, but also to tell a really bold and powerful and audacious story to the rest of the country to reassert uh, this region's place on the national national stage as a place to you know live, work, and play, a place that has an incredible history of of innovation and reinvention, and to make sure that um, that our story is defined by us here today in 2020 rather than maybe what we were 30 or 40 years ago. Uh, when you think about the balance between new employers, new job creators, and like you said, those four out of five jobs that come from existing employers and job creators, how do you strike that balance? Because it, it seems that a lot of economic development initiatives over the last couple decades, especially in some of the more rural parts of the Finger Lakes and Greater Rock region, uh, have focused more on trying to draw new in rather than lean into uh, the, the great employers that are already around. Well, I, you know, I think that's a that's a critically important question, um, and one of the things that that came out of our work with BCG 
was a greater appreciation, I think, for um, the rate of job growth that um, our incumbent companies are responsible for. I think uh, a, a thriving economic development strategy uh, can't be an either or proposition. It really needs to be a both and, right? We need to be nurturing companies that are already here and making sure that they have access to talent, access to resources that they need uh, to fuel their growth. Uh, but at the same time, we need to be marketing our region you know, nationally and globally uh, to companies, uh, selling them on the merits of, of locating here, uh, making investments here. Um, so economic development strategy uh, really needs to be a, you know, a both and uh, proposition when it comes to business retention, expansion and, uh, and attraction. Um, you know, and I think that what the what the work with BCG allowed us to do was create a coordinated, a more coordinated framework where we are more intentional about making sure, you know, organizationally, which partners are in the lead on key elements, you know, key strategic pillars of our work. And uh, in the long run, that's going to serve our region uh, extremely well. How has the coronavirus pandemic affected uh, maybe the plans that you guys had while you started out last spring uh, with this compared to now? And how have you sort of evolved the approach uh, given the new uh, the sort of new factors that are coming into play when it comes to economic development and uh, doing business right now? Well, that's you know, that's a great question. Um, there's there's you know no denying the fact that um, the uh, coronavirus and the pain that it's created, not just in our economy regionally, but, you know, across the country and beyond has, I think, narrowed um, the focus of, you know, of our partner organizations and peers across the country. Um, Rock 2025 from the beginning was intended to be a long-term play. It was intended to be um, to, to focus on making these coordinated capacity building investments, introduce significant uh, net new resources into growing the horsepower of our economic development system. That doesn't happen overnight. That commitment remains unabated. Um, but by the same token, we know that over the last five or six months, you know, our partner organizations have had to divert a portion of their focus to making sure that, um, you know, those companies, in some cases, those individuals, those parts of our community that are feeling really acute economic pain have access to the supports that they need to hopefully come through uh, come through the pandemic and come through the economic, uh, you know, the economic crisis that we're all facing, um, you know, in, you know, in the coming months and years. So it really has been this balance between keeping our, keeping our focus from Rock 2025's standpoint, um, you know, on the long-term objectives of this initiative, while at the same time looking for opportunities to support our key alliance partner organizations as they respond to some of those more uh, immediate needs. You know, but at the same time, you know, as we track uh, economic indicators at Rock 2025 for the region's economic performance, you know, those 12 months pre-COVID um, within our peer group, you know, we had started to see some positive movement, right? Our peer ranking, we actually benchmark um, all of our key metrics against a peer group of 52 other metros across the country. And for the 12 months pre-COVID, pre-March, you know, we saw positive movement on job growth. We saw positive movement on labor force growth. Uh, we improved our peer ranking on our unemployment rate. We improved our peer ranking on our private establishment growth. So we've begun to see the seeds of positive momentum there. Of course, a lot of volatility introduced into the data now since April uh, with COVID. Um, but, um, but, you know, I think we have been um, really successful at striking the right balance between keeping our focus on the long-term objectives of this effort and at the same time supporting our partner organizations as they respond to near-term needs of businesses and individuals in the community. Is there still reason to be as optimistic as 
Uh, a lot of folks were about the direction that the region and and sort of uh, upstate in general was headed before the coronavirus uh, made it made its presence felt here. Is there still that reason for um, optimism in terms of that economic output regaining itself over the next couple of years and sort of getting back to where we were, especially by, you know, a year 2025 or something to that effect? You know, I, I firmly believe there's still reason to be optimistic. Uh, you know, all of the um, all of the assets and attributes that um, uh, that that uh, kind of drove that optimism in the first instance pre-COVID remain in place, right? You think about our you know, think about our knowledge base here. You think about our network of 19 world-class colleges and universities. You think about the talent that we're pumping out. You think about the innovative companies that are here, um, and then you think about a lot of those kind of fundamental economic assets that partner organizations like Greater Rochester Enterprise are marketing to site selectors and C-level decision makers across the country on why an investment in this region uh, makes such good sense. All of those assets and attributes remain in place. Um, but really, like every region across the country, you know, we're going to continue to um, you know, the, the foreseeable future is, you know, is, is muddy um, by, by the coronavirus. Uh, this is not something that is going to take, you know, three or six months to, uh, to rebound from. And so it goes back to your previous question. You know, it's incumbent on us to make sure we're striking the right balance between, um, you know, remaining focused on the long, long-term objectives of this initiative and making the coordinated capacity building investments in those five strategic pillar areas to support that, while at the same time making sure that uh, businesses and individuals in this region are receiving the, the support they need at a time of really acute economic pain. So for the purpose of this uh, next question, obviously, I, I want everyone who's listening to understand that when we're talking about the greater Rochester region, we're also talking about the Finger Lakes region. And uh, there is always, anytime I have any economic development folks on from the, the greater Rochester region or from the Finger Lakes, I always ask this simple question. Uh, how do you balance and or tie together the urban and rural components of the region that obviously make this whole economy tick. Um, obviously, Rochester and Canandaigua and Geneva and places like that play a different role than uh, Bloomfield or, you know, some of the smaller, more rural communities like Seneca Falls, Waterloo. Um, but walk me through what sort of the the approach is to that, to striking the right balance and keeping all the players involved, uh, content with the progress that's being made. You know, it is not unlike assembling um you know, a, a world-class uh, sports team, you know, we're going to put a football team on the field, right? I need a speedy wide receiver. I need a tight end that has size and great hands. I need a quarterback that can sling the ball, you know, uh, like an arrow. Uh, and then I need defensive players that are, you know, are, are, you know, have great lateral movement and great strength, right? Every one of them brings a different attribute and, and, you know, different plays, different situations, um, just like in economic development, different companies, uh, different talent pools are going to leverage different assets in different ways. And so, you know, the way that we institutionalize that in our alliance framework is through, you know, again, I think about the, you know, the work that Greater Rochester Enterprise does across the Greater Rochester region, right? Working with all of our, you know, all of our uh, county IDA partners in the nine county region, including Ontario and Seneca County, right? Theirs is not an exclusive focus on downtown Rochester or the city of Rochester or Monroe County. It certainly is uh, part of the focus there, um, but really their, their focus as the business attraction 
uh, lead alliance partner organization is on making sure that companies that are looking to come into this region truly understand not only the assets of the entire region, but the breadth and the diversity of the region, um, the diversity in natural assets, the diversity in geography. Um, you know, different companies are going to look for different things in the region. And so when I think about GRE's role, um, their role is making sure that that true diversity of the region is articulated. You know, the same way that we have um, you know, the, the Finger Lakes Regional Economic Development Council as a, a partner in ROC 2025's work, right? Um, the state has defined this nine county region as our economic region, as our economic marketplace. And there's really good reason for um, defining these broader geographic regions, you know, as part of a, a kind of an economic marketplace, right? Our labor markets in this region, you know, we don't have nine or 10 or 15 or 20 labor markets in this region. If you look at census data, you get a real keen sense of how high a rate, um, you know, how high uh, a rate residents in this region are crossing from one municipal boundary, one county uh, to another county for employment versus where they live. We, you know, and, and you think about how we recreate in this region, right? Um, you know, over the past couple of days, I was, uh, you know, I was in Monroe County and I was in Ontario County, right? And we do that without thinking. So I do think that because for all intents and purposes, economically, labor market wise, we operate as a broader region. It just makes perfect sense that we collaborate as a broader region. And if you look at what our partner organizations do, um, you look at what the, how the Regional Economic Development Council is structured. I think that those are, you know, th those serve as a great foundation for the collaboration that we've seen over the years and the additional collaboration that we're trying to leverage through the investments Rock 2025 is making. All right. And uh, one last question for you. Where can folks learn more about what you guys are doing in the initiative as it progresses over the next several months? Well, we truly want, um, for, as, as far as, uh, let me say this, as far as Rock 2025 is concerned, you could visit rock2025.org to learn more about that particular, uh, the, the, you know, the overall initiative. Now, Greater Rock, the Greater Rock uh, Regional Branding and Marketing Campaign, uh, as an initiative of Rock 2025, you can learn more by visiting greaterrock.com. And I just want to stress that we really look at Greater Rock as, as a truly open source brand initiative. It's a platform for all in our region and all communities in our region to help inform this regional identity that that we're messaging and will be messaging to the rest of the you know rest of the country. Um, it's an opportunity for everybody in our region uh, who feels that pride of place to be an ambassador for the new brand. And so, by visiting GreaterRock.com, by following all the campaign social media channels uh, on all the key platforms, you can download assets. Uh, to support the campaign, you can download a guide to Greater Toolkit, which has a bunch more information on how you, as an individual, as an association, as a company or organization, can engage with this effort.